Attention audience. That's right. It's that time again. Well, actually, it's the first time. For Hoodoo Presents Friday Films. Yeah. That's right. This is yeah, yeah, ready. We, we, we've been talking about it forever. A little on air, a little off. We don't, we, you know, but we're finally ready to do it. We're and we finally are in it. So excited! Oh, by the way, this is Jordan and Eric from Hoodoo. Hello, hello. And we are finally excited because we are kicking off our new Friday films with one of our favorite franchises, James Bond. Da-da, da-da, da-da. Anyway, we've we've talked about different movies because um, our Friday films is going to be our new movie review uh, biweekly, except mm-hmm. for this time around for the Bond special, we are going to do a weekly release. But then from then on, it'll be biweekly. Uh, all different types of movies that are our favorite. We'll rank them, we review them, have a good time. We'll let everyone know what we're doing ahead of time so they can. Essentially, join us for this review. Watch along with us, man. Exactly, exactly. Tell us your thoughts. Um, so we're kicking off the Bond. This is one of Eric's favorites, and he's been so super psyched. For this. So it's pumped. been non nonstop. It's like, hey, can we do can we do Bond? Oh, can God. we do Bond? So excited, we're finally in it. So, side note: with that said, with the Friday films uh, doing the Bond franchise, we will be releasing a Bond. We are reviewing every single Bond. In order, up until the release of Bond 25 in April. Which I'm excited for. So you will get a James Bond every week through April, whatever the release date for Bond is. I already forgot. <laughs> yeah, I forgot too. I guess that's something we should have looked up before starting this. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for this. Only because, and I hopefully no one hates me for saying this, I have not seen every Bond movie out there. I've seen bits and pieces throughout the years and from like the Pierce Brosnan on. Um, I've, I've, otherwise, I've only seen bits and pieces of the older ones. And I, I hate to say it, I was completely getting my bonds mixed up and did not realize Sean Connery was the first Bond. I knew he was a Bond. <laughs> I just did not realize he was the first Bond until watching uh, this movie. Well, I'm sure you're not alone, man. I mean, with 24 movies in the tank, I'm sure not oh, everyone has seen this... every single Bond movie. I have, but like the older ones, it's been a long time. Because the well, Bond right, we it... grew up with was Pierce Brosnan and yes. then Daniel mm-hmm. Craig when we were mm-hmm. you know, grown. And um, when when did the series start? Well, the first movie was released in 19... 19- Dr. No released in U.S. theaters May 8th, 1963. That's right, because we were having this discussion where my mm-hmm. source kept telling me 62 because it was released in the U.K. That was a, yeah, that was the British release. Um, yeah, released May 8th, 1963, rating of PG, runtime of one hour and 50 minutes, which I think is the shortest... Bond or second shortest Bond, something like that. It's a re- it's hmm. it's a short Bond movie, um, or it's the second shortest say, Bond. The Budget, PG rating makes sense because all the you know the fake uh, blood and all that stuff. The catch. Oh yeah, he only he oh, only yeah. fires twice in the whole movie too. He only yeah, fires his gun twice, and it's at the same guy. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> um, Budget of one point one million dollars. So the, keep in mind this Which is, is like, nineteen sixty three. So yeah, so it's like pocket change now. Um, directed by Terrence Young, who will go on to direct uh, From Russia With Love and Thunderball. He's the director of the first three James Bond movies, maybe four. Okay. I know it's the first three, so we'll hear his name again pop up in the in, in, in future reviews. Um, of course, starring Sir Sean Connery. 
Yeah, which I will admit took a little bit because I'm not used to young Sean Connery. Yeah. So, like, it caught me off guard. I'm like, I know this guy. I know I've seen him. I was like, what movie is this? Yeah. (laughs) I'm disappointed. Like, I need to really brush up on my movies, especially my older movies, Mm because I was disappointed in myself when it took me a while to realize that Sean Connery was the first Bond in this movie that I (laughs) watched. Was the OG Bond. Yeah. Now, granted, I was half asleep (laughs) watching this movie. I'm like, ah, I just got to watch this movie. Got to do my review. And I'm like, something's just not adding up right <laughs> well, Jordan, it, is it is it is it time is it time to roll into the spoiler zone where we get into the plot, get into the thick of it, so to speak? I I would hope that there's not too many spoilers for all those who have not seen a movie that was released in. 63. Well, yeah. Granted, I had a couple of myself, <laughs> but yes, it is now spoiler free time. Yeah, or yeah no, we are. Uh, way, let's get out of that and let's get into spoiler time. Yeah, that's right. We are way past spoiler zone from a movie released in 1963. <laughs> <laughs> I think any statute of limitations on spoilers has well passed. <laughs> uh, it's a gray area. We don't talk oh, about it. Oh, God love it. So yes, let's let's get into this because I'm excited. I know you're excited. Oh, let's, I'm let's, so let's roll with it. So we, we roll in, man, with the very first James Bond opening sequence. And as we all know, the Bond sequences become legendary for their length oh, yeah. and their level of extravagance and, and, oh, it was and like, detail and artistry and this, that, and the other thing. It was like over in a blink of eye. Like I'm like, hey, where'd it go? It was the, still it was still relatively <laughs> long though, Ben. But the thing I loved about this one is true. like you had all the Technicolor dots. Of course, of course, you had the classic Bond. You know the mm-hmm, the, the following in, the, yeah. the the walk in following That's the barrel like, of the that gun. That was like super short, and you were done. Yeah. And then you had all the Technicolor dots and everything, mm-hmm. and then the title of Doctor No, and then you know, and then it fades into this weird, you know, the 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 girl dancing like a, a 2003 iPod commercial, <laughs> you know, yeah. with all the different colors flashing back this, and forth. This is where it started to lose me because I wasn't sure what was going on. <laughs> I see where Apple got their inspiration for their commercial from from the Doctor No intro sequence. God damn it! It makes sense <laughs> when you put it like that. It makes sense. And then we cut into a Jamaican rendition of the Three Blind Mice. Which I was all kinds of confused with. I will not lie there. I was playing on my phone. I'm like, uh, this must be some weird trailer or something. I don't know what's going on. Before before attention. we started recording, Jordan Jordan told me, he was like, for half a second, I thought I was watching a different movie. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm not, I'm not going to lie there. I was playing on my phone. I'm like, the movie's rolling. I'm like, I'll wait till it gets to the actual movie part of it. And I had no idea that that was the actual mm-hmm. movie until like after that sequence and these guys are playing cards and it's just like right into them. I'm like, oh, hey, the movie started yep. already. <laughs> <laughs> we we transition we follow these three blind jamaicans around while listening to a jamaican rendition of three blind mice and we end up showing up at this 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 country club this well well to do establishment if you will where we see a couple of gentlemen around a poker table you know playing cards one of them gets up and leaves and as he's walking out who does he cross path with paths with but the three blind gentlemen from earlier. Which makes more sense. Like That's the, right. The intro threw me off, but it made it like came full circle around and it was like, hey, these guys are actually more important than just an mm. odd intro song. They are. And why are they more important, Jordan? Because they're assassins. They straight up murder the gentleman leaving the country country club, who we find we find out is John Strangeways, a British British intelligence agent. Wasn't he 009? No, he wasn't a double O. He was just... Um, I thought that's what they were saying when he, they went to the central... Because, like, 
in between this whole thing, they did the cut uh, the cutscene where it was like the central office or whatever, and they were mm-hmm. all like, "We're lost communication with so and so." I thought they kept referring to him as 009. I, may, I could I be wrong. Have, I may have missed that. I don't think he was a double O because I think he worked for a different intelligence service. I don't think it was MI7. I think he worked for someone else. I could be wrong, though. But anyway, but then I want to get to the part because before we even get there, we have another blind assassination back to back where we have the lady in the room transmitting the, you know, the, the, the signal inf- where this, yeah, the signal yeah. wasn't going through and all. Yeah. The, which is where in- I think he was headed to. Yes. Transmitting the information. And then the three blind mice come in and just straight up gun this woman down. Mm. And then we have the best, best red paint blood sequence that I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen in my entire life. It's, That's like, a- <laughs> it's like someone just spilled some red paint on this woman's shirt by yeah. accident. You know, like she she accidentally, you know, chest bumped into a, you know, a wet fire hydrant being painted, you know, and it was just <laughs> just on her. So. Which- and uh, the best part is, like, when they get revisit that place later on when Bond's investigating, mm-hmm. I love because if we if when they show the like the blood stain on the carpet, yeah. it's completely different. It's not oh, even yeah, red yeah. paint; like, it looks like more like I don't know, not even ketchup, but more, it was just yeah. a little bit more realistic. But it's just a little like, bit more realistic. And I was like, really? Because oh, yeah. there wasn't even that much blood on her shirt. <laughs> also, fun fact: unless you saw something else, this is the only blood I've that I think's in this entire movie. I don't other think there's like, any um, other blood in the movie. No, other than some, like, uh, I think there was a scene where, like, he punched somebody and there was, like, a little bit of blood on their lip oh, or on their, their, on yeah, their knuckle no, or something like that. Like, yeah. like brawling fist fight. Otherwise, yeah. yeah, I don't think so. No, there's no, like, you're dead blood. You no, know? no, no. I think that is pretty much the only time throughout the movie. So then uh, we cut to quickly. where you were talking about where we're in this, we're in this, the you know, this you know, 1960s communications, communications yeah. room, whatnot, where I actually had to pause the movie because I was so shocked. I didn't pick up this when I was a kid and I watched Dr. No um, dude that is getting the certain, you know, getting the, the message and tells his boss is wearing the wrinkliest shirt I've ever seen in my entire life. I didn't even pay attention to that. <laughs> my OCD kicked in hard. You could tell that like this guy, like they put the shirt on him last minute because it, they like pulled it out of the package and threw it on him because it still <laughs> had like the fold creases and everything all over him. <laughs> I Just, didn't even notice that. I had to stop and I was like, there's no way. And I, yeah, there's absolutely a way. Um, just wow. side note, wrinkly fact, shirt I've ever seen about. in a movie. <laughs> and here I thought their special effects were like top of the, uh, top notch state of the art back then. Then we anyway. roll into, um, yeah, we got some back and forth here and there, and then we're in this this club where we got some people at the table playing blackjack with a beautiful, beautiful woman who is currently playing against a a, a man a man opposite man. of her. Come to reveal at the, exactly the eight minute mark on the movie, mind you, exactly <laughs> you timed the that, eight minute you? mark is the first time you see Sean Connery as James Bond. He is the man on the other side of the table. We have some flirty, flirty going back and forth between these two. The, the uh, classic Bond. The classic Bond. Sylvia Trench is the lady's name. Some flirty, flirty back and forth. You know, he gets a message and gets up and has to leave. And there's some flirty, you know, meet me at my hotel room stuff. You know, the Bond yeah, like stuff. then like the next day type deal. That's right. And then we end up going to Universal Exports, which is the cover name for. Um, you know, for MI7's, for, for M's mm. operation. And for the first time, 
we meet Miss Money Penny. Money Penny. I, I love mm-hmm. Money Penny so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, the sparks are flying. This is the kind of work flirt that everybody wants. You know, where you <laughs> yeah. know nothing's ever going to happen, but it's fun. It's fun to play the game. You know, it's fun to play yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's that kind of work flirt you've got going with Money Penny. Um, then, we, of course, we get let in. We've got M talking, giving a breakdown, going, yo, John Strange. The whole mission thing, yep. Now, the, the thing I liked about this scene, um, because y- you meet M, he comes in, he does the whole um, mission is, you know, debriefing so to speak so like while he's doing this whole mission debriefing kind of tells him what's going on this and that the thing i like the best about this scene is like after the whole mission debriefing they do this little um pretty much he picks on him about having the beretta and they switch over to what becomes the 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 classic bond gun yeah yep the og Um, bond gun so i i love that little thing because you can even tell like Bond was like, I don't want this PPK, I think is what they called it in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I don't want it. So like, he leaves with the box, and he like he has the Beretta underneath the box, and and M's like, uh, Bond, leave the Beretta. Leave the Beretta. Yeah, leave yeah. leave the little pea shooter thing you have there, which is funny because they both I look like say, the exact same gun. <laughs> when they're introducing the the the, the PPK though, um, M has one of my favorite lines of the whole whole movie, which is. You know, double O means license to kill, not license to get killed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I did like that. I was like, that's that's classic. That's nice. And I was like, that's, um, I like that. Right on. Um, but yeah, that, that was like my favorite part of that whole scene was the whole like the kind of like the to me going back after watching all the Bond movies, the, mm-hmm. the PPK like gun tribute. Like, hey, this is where the PPK started or the yeah. PP7 or whatever. Uh, he used the Walter, I think is yeah, what it was made. So it's, it's always a Walter. Yeah, yeah. So from like then on, it makes so much more sense. So this was like kind of the tribute. Like this is where it all started. But yeah, that was like my favorite part of the scene. But yeah, anyway, they did the debriefing. They gets yeah. the gun and all that stuff, and then then they leave. I, and um, I love the whole like Bond goes to to, to flirt with Money Penny, and like M was like right on the comms, like uh, Bond doesn't have time. He's got to go. No, he, do- <laughs> he doesn't. He, he doesn't out. get his his usual martini. Let him, you know, let him yeah. go. Bye bye. Um, uh, then he goes good. straight back to his uh, his hotel, his hotel so room. Get his stuff together. And who's waiting him, waiting for him? But the beautiful Sylvia Trench. Which I love the little small talk they had before they left about like what mm-hmm. other things do you do? Like oh, I'll play golf oh, yeah. and this and that. And what's she doing? She's sitting there playing golf in just one of Bond's t-shirts. That's right. Like that's, that's it. right. Like oh, okay. <laughs> like this is how you normally play golf. I, I do love the little the little subtle spy thing. The only time he does it in the in the in the movie, but when he walks in and he realizes you know there's somebody in the house, he takes his shoes off so he's more quiet. Yes, <laughs> and I'm like, mm, that's slick there, James. That's yeah. slick. Now, what I liked about this and watching closely, some of the things I picked up is that he shows the like secret agent spy stuff throughout the movie in small subtle ways that you, like. Those who don't know anything about the spycraft would probably miss, but those who are a little bit more familiar pick up with. That this being also, one of them. This is also a movie with zero gadgets. Exactly, yeah, which was also Zero really gadgets. Cool. And it's, it, it it's plays just him. more, um, instead of like special effects, like movie special effects mm-hmm. or, um, like you said, gadgets or anything like that, it plays more on the real-life special effects, yeah. so to speak. So, like, the, the story... And the actor playing out the scene 
is the special effect, and I really yep. like that. Like the shoot's oh, yeah. taken off there, and then there's other scenes later on where, uh, as you get to, I'll, I'll mention too, where I notice these little spy craft techniques that he shows um, that you don't, you might even overlook it if you're not mm-hmm. paying attention. So, which we'll actually get into that in, into the in, get get into that in the next scene. But before we leave, we we would be remiss if we did not include the implied sexy time between Sylvia and, 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 uh, yeah. and Bond that occurred. You know, with yes, the, yeah. the camera when do you have fades to leave? it fades yeah. down, and it's like when do you have to leave immediately. Immediately, when K- kisses him when v- very <laughs> very very soon to immediately <laughs> tomorrow. Okay. Oh God, love it. God love oh. it. But then anyway, we cut to you know shot of the Pan Pan American Airlines, which has not been in business forever. But shout out to them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had no clue. I wasn't paying attention to that. Flying to to Jamaica. Um, We land in the Jamaican airport, and there's a female photographer who's keep trying to attempt to take a picture of Bond for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Bond walks outside. And I love the classic, like, like fedora, almost like private eye writer hat he's got going on. Mm -hmm. Love that. But uh, Bond walks outside, and there is a chauffeur waiting for him, which he was not expecting. Um, mm-hmm. Said it was being, you know, sent to pick him up for the meeting, this, that, and the other thing. And Bond, sly, sly Bond, you know, claims to go check on his reservation, goes to which, a... Which uh, is one of the techniques I was referring yeah, to. Yep, yeah, goes to a, a a phone booth and calls the place he's going to and was like, did you send a car for me? No. No, you okay. didn't request one. Yep, nope. Okay, didn't cool. want one. I'm good, thanks. And what does Bond do? Does he, you know, not get in the car? No, he absolutely gets in the car because you got to see where this is going, right? Yeah, you got to see where this happened. I mean, Bond's not a pussy. He's going to get in the car either way. He just wants yeah. to be prepared for what's going to happen. True, true. <laughs> Plus, I mean, that's one of those spy techniques where him getting into that situation, he knows of the dangers ahead of time. But oh. he also knows that this is a lead because he can find out more mm-hmm. about the spy pretty much the bad guy the enemy whoever is after him whoever's trying to prevent him from being there it's kind of that spy game where it's mm-hmm. like he's allowing himself to attempt to be captured or killed or whatever so that he can find out the information that he needs mm-hmm. because otherwise it'll be a lot harder to do that's right and then we of note notice the gentleman wearing lady glasses watching <laughs> bond while he's in the yes. in the yeah. phone booth those glasses Cracked they, me they, up. Were I know, they were great. They I know that they, was they the style so in the '60s, but man, those are that was straight up lady glasses. Um, but anyway, so Bond gets in the car, with the chauffeur. They're going off. Start. And it's like, being, yeah, let's just go for a drive. Yeah. It's like yeah, start, no hurry. Start notice they're being followed, so the driver starts you know driving faster and everything, and a little chase sequence ensues, and Bond mm-hmm. directs him to go off the beaten path, and and they escape their their pursuers. Um, but then Bond's like, you know what? Now that we're now that we're alone, let's find out what this chauffeur's deal is. So yep. pulls pulls the gun on the chauffeur, starts interrogating him, you know, asking him to get out of the car. And then we have a, a pretty pretty hefty little fight, you know, right there by the car, hand little little fisticuffs going on, a little yeah, bit of hand yeah. hand action. And he you actually know. has a little martial arts with the flip and all that. That's like, right. All right. He got some training. Like, let's, let's see these uh uh, martial arts, special effects, and all they got going on here. That's or right. The, uh, the choreography. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, let's let's watch this choreography. I'm like, all right, Chore- this. choreography also known as, for, uh, also uh, known as just fighting in the 1960s. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> just fighting. <laughs> the classic punch. Bam. <laughs> Sorry, we're not talking um, about Batman. Continue. But uh, 
Bond, of course, gets the upper hand. Bond attempts to interrogate the guy. The guy asks for a cigarette, pulls out a cigarette, bites into it, bites the filter off. It's a cyanide cigarette. So Another the, little spy yep, not, thing, not necessarily on Bond's side, but one of those things. It's like, really? Who would have thought most, cyanide in the this, in this cigarette? Most commonly used with German spies during World War II. Mm-hmm. So he's dead. And gets Bond, nowhere. Yeah, Bond drives to where he needs to go. Gets out, gives the guy the keys, and says you might want to keep an eye on him, the dead guy. Thought that <laughs> yeah. was a pretty pretty funny <laughs> bomb like quick yeah. quip, you know. Yeah, I laughed at that one too. Mm-hmm. Then we go to investigate the uh the the blind mice murder scene of the woman. And this is where you see the you know, the the more realistic red blood on the carpet, mm-hmm. as you said. And you also start seeing like the little wheels turning when he Bond starts finding like the receipt and the book about some um like rocks and stuff and he was asking like if that's a hobby and all like no not that we know of mm-hmm. um and this is kind of where i would mentioned earlier why i thought this wasn't another agent which is why bond was sent was because this is where the other agency members or whoever you or diplomatics or whoever you want to call them that was helping bond and aiding bond while he was there mm-hmm. Uh, we're kind of like, yeah, you know, we looked over the scene, everything, this and that. We, you know, she was in a process of trying to transmit out and the connection was lost. We keep trying it, but nothing's working. And Bond's like, you're not mm-hmm. going to. They, you know, we switch everything around. So you're not going to get through once we realize yeah. that the transmission's broken. Yeah. So while he's investigating, uh, Bond comes across a picture of a boatman with strange ways. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Boatman's name ends up being Quirrell. Um, which with John Connery's accent, I kept hearing squirrel the whole movie. <laughs> I did too. But then I kept <laughs> thinking was, of Professor Quirrell from Harry yeah. Potter. I'm like, yeah, that's not working. But Sean Connery's accent met me, kept me, uh, kept me hearing squirrel. <laughs> um, Bond at this point has a epiphany and goes, you know what? This is the guy that was in the, you know, that was driving the car that was following me earlier. So we're going to go investigate him. But before that, there's always time for martinis. Yes. So we go back to the hotel room. We have a martini. Um, who it's mixed, not stirred, which later in the movie it's references shaken, not stirred, which is used in the film from then on out. From like, yeah, from but for ever. this first introduction, introduction, it's mixed, not stirred. Now this is um, where he gets to his room for the first time, where he's gonna like freshen up before he leaves, right? He freshens up and he sets all the traps, the hair across. This, the door, okay, so this was yeah, the, this was the, the baby scene powder that I was... on the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once he started doing that, I'm like, oh, I like that. He's you yeah. Know, he knows that someone's gonna come in and snoop around, and he wants to you know kind of not really set a trap, mm-hmm. but see who is there, like who knows he's coming in and investigating who's investigating him type deal. So he sets mm-hmm. those little things like the hair in the door in case someone opens the door. Only he's going to see it. No one else is going to know. Yep. The light powder on the briefcase, that, unless someone's looking for it, it's probably not going to notice and it leaves the little fingerprints. And it's not like today's technology where it's like, oh, I'm going to dust for that fingerprint and find out who it is. It's more for, along those lines of someone's been here Yeah, and I know. It doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to figure it out. But, you know, it's one of those... The craft, like he knows someone's in his room, so he knows to be prepared for if they came in now, yeah. they can come at any point. Yep. So after after the little hotel scene, then we go to uh, we go to talk to Quirrell, and Quirrell's you know cleaning his fishing boat, not very respect, receptive to Bond's questions and whatnot, and mm-hmm. goes 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 and wanders wanders off. Bond just flat out follows him, like yep, no hiding, just following him like six feet behind him, you yep. know, just all like, the oh, way well, to this bar. You know, Quirrell sits down, orders a drink, Bonds orders orders a drink, and then 
they end up going back in a private room um, where where Quirrell and this whole time you're like Quirrell's fishy. There's something not yep, quite yeah, right about yeah. Quirrell. You know, I'm not I'm not sh- I'm not sure about it. And you, um, you see Quirrell kind of like talk to the barkeep, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, well they're in on something. That's right. And then uh, all of a sudden they start trying to beat the crap out of James Bond in the back back room. And then lo and behold, who comes to the rescue? Well, actually, Bond rescues himself. He takes care of both of them. Yes. And then you're as correct. he's got them at gunpoint and starts backing away, someone comes in behind him and puts in, him at gunpoint. In comes Agent Girly Glasses. Girly Glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Agent Girly Glasses. AGG. Um, also known as Agent Felix Leiter of the CIA. Which and, I love because, you know, it's Felix is always there. That's right. And then we realize that um, then, you know, then then they all come to realize, hey, you know, we're actually working on the same side. You know, we're really mm-hmm. after the same the same we're case. All friends you know, Coral, you know, Coral was helping, you know, strange ways and is now helping Felix. And, you know, everyone's buddy buddy here. We're all working yeah. together. We're all on the same page. So no harm, no foul. They walk. They walk away. All buddy buddy. And then we get to the uh, the club scene, which this looks like. I've personally never been to J- Jamaica, but this is a a just a bitchin' party in Jamaica. Like, oh, this yeah. seems to be just the place to be on the island. You know, I mean, you've got girls dancing. You've got that one guy, that one extra that they cut to at the last second. That was he made his moment count by doing like big <laughs> yeah. eye, bug eye hand waves. <laughs> yeah. He was doing yeah. his best for Hey Mom, look at me. You know. <laughs> You, sir, if you're still alive, good on you. I will remember you. Um, you had the band going and all yeah. that. And, and the barkeep's walking around. And, and lo and behold, who's there but the, sketchy, the sketchy photographer's back. Hmm. Back around for more pictures. Hmm. Um, and then I love how Bond sees her and goes, Quirrell, just take care of just my life work for me. Just, yeah. you know, just take care of it. And he does that kind of like throughout the whole movie. Yeah, too. Quirrell, Quirrell goes and gets her, brings her over, has her in some weird little elbow armbar looking thing, and they start interrogating her and you know this, that, and the other thing, and and uh, you know take her camera and everything, and then send her on her way. But and she reveals I'm not mistaken, a little. That's the last time we see her too, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. She's not in the movie anymore. Um, she reveals a little information, a, little, a couple clues that lead him lead him more towards uh, like I think that she she mentions Doctor No's name. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was odd because up to this point, I, I thought she was going to be more important character. Like I thought you would see more appearances of her after one because they mm-hmm. played her off like she was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then she was just gone. She was just gone. She was just one of those side characters. Um, and then, so the search for Dr. No begins. Mm-hmm. And then we have the, uh, the three blind mice make a assassination attempt on Mr. Bolt. Yeah, but before you get to that, mm. when, during this bar scene, like after she's gone, they're doing that whole talk thing. This is also where they discover that Quirrell took um, the little trips to the different islands. Yeah, and yeah, stuff sure. like that. And that's where they start going, okay, well, I want to go to this one. I forget what the, the main Crab island was Key. called. Crab Key. That's it. Like, that's the one that interests me. So that's what we want to start looking into. But no and one I, goes there because there's a dragon. There's a dragon. That's right. I forgot about the dragon. Um,. Yeah. So then I think this is where Bond heads back home and the three blind mice kind of like make their assassination attempt, but uh, a car drives by and kind of like thwarts Dis- them away. Yeah, thwarts so, them you know, away. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
They never get a chance. Um, and also, that's the last time we see the three blind mice. <laughs> yeah, I kept looking for them in the later on. Yeah, let's keep an eye out. They're gone forever. After that. I, like, I, one scene towards the end of the movie, when like, chaos is going on, I'm like, oh, that's them. In the... Nope, that's not them. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought we maybe they'd make an appearance as the main sidekick villain that tries to <laughs> you know, take him out at the end. But no, nope, never saw him. Um, then we have Bond who starts uh, talking to the geologist, which is one of the gentlemen that were playing the next poker, day. Yes, yeah. poker with the is, uh, with the agent at the beginning of the movie. I think this was uh, right before you get like after he gets back to his hotel. I think is when he discovers the things were kind of the traps were kind of were triggered. Yeah, triggered. Yeah, while he was gone, and that's when he knows. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, the next day he goes and talks to the geologist um, about all the rocks and <clears> stuff <throat> that Quirrell had mentioned. Um, them going out looking at yep. and then he found the receipt for in at the crime scene essentially and the geologist try and plays it off like oh it was just you know garbage minerals nothing major just feeding bond a whole line of bs mm-hmm. um so interviews over and then lo and behold the geologist runs back to crab key um you know warning of james bond and then we have the scary voiceover of what we can we can only assume is dr no, no. You don't see him, you just hear the voiceover, and he's basically asking, you know, why was the attempts on Bond unsuccessful, this, that, and the other thing. Exactly, yep. Take take the spider, there's a spider in a cage, take the spider, you know, venomous spider, use that to kill him. Which, I don't know a lot about spiders, but I didn't think that was venomous, I just thought it was a that's, really big tarantula. That's not a poisonous spider. <laughs> yeah, but. so I didn't get any of that, except for that it's a really creepy, like, ugh. And I will say that I am not a big fan of spiders, especially tarantulas, but that was creepy. Even for that time frame of like mm-hmm. special effects and like video stuff. And granted, there was no actual special effects. It was a real spider on someone's arm. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it was enough that it was like, ha, ah, it's creepy. Turn it off. Turn it off. Get it away. Get away. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. But anyway, we're, we're back in Bond's, Bond's bedroom and Bond's sleeping. You know, he's resting. And then we all of a sudden. You know, Bond's sleeping, and all of a sudden you see the, the, the cover start moving, you know, slowly yes. up towards him, up towards him. And then Bond, you know, looks over, and there's the huge spider, you know, crawling up his arm, his arm, and, and you know, and gets to his chest, and then and crawls. I like, I, like, I was going to say, I like the scene, like how they film this, as far as we talked about um, special effects done by the actors and real-life mm-hmm. props, and even the camera angles are really cool. Uh, to get a little bit more like uh, behind the scenes type deal, the way they kept jumping from the spider on the arm, which who knows whose arm it really was, mm-hmm. and then back to like Bond with the sweat dripping down, like it was played off very well, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, getting this, you know why that's the case though, because if you remember, there's only one shot of where you can see Bond's whole body and the spider on his arm. Mm-hmm. Did you notice his arm was pressed against glass? There was glass between him and the spider. I did not. I, it I was did not actually on his that. arm. And the reason why, fun fact, Sean Connery is morbidly afraid of spiders. The shot of the spider in his bed was done with a sheet of glass between him and the spider, which if uh, if you look at it, you can see it in the shot because you can see his arm pressed against glass. I, I, see, I knew his arm did look a little weird, different in the one That's scene, why. but I, just, I didn't pick up on it. I just kept thinking yeah. it was like, oh, it's someone else's arm. They're just doing that back and forth thing. That was why. But when that shot did not real, look realistic enough, they added additional close-up shots with which were reshot with stuntman bob simmons okay so that's what i was thinking yeah. i was thinking it was the, the shots where it was actually, actually on somebody yeah when it, when you saw the spider actually on his arm like when it wasn't his face that was bob simmons's 
arm. Bob Simmons reported that the tarantula crawling over his body was the scariest stunt he'd ever performed. (laughs) Well, of course. (laughs) According to the 1981 book, The James Bond Films, that tarantula was nicknamed Rosie on the set. Rosie, okay. (laughs) Star actress right there. So that's my little fun fact about that Bond scene, about about the spider scene. But, okay, so here's a thing that kind of threw me off as far as an attempt on Bond. The three blind mice couldn't, you know, shoot him with a silence pistol. Um, so you send a tarantula after him? Hey, man, somebody's most vulnerable when they're asleep. That's true. Well, what's the thing going to do? I mean, if I'm not mistaken, because I don't know a lot about spiders, but tarantulas aren't poisonous. It was supposed to be a poisonous spider. Tarantulas yeah. were just used on screen because they can't really hurt anybody, and they yeah, look that makes creepy. a little bit more sense, I guess. Yeah, it was supposed to be poisonous. You know, it's supposed to kill that makes them in more sense. Um, but then. What does Bond do, though? Gets to his chest, you know, crawls over the pillar, and as soon as Bond realizes it's not on him anymore, Bond jumps up and literally He's beats gone. the ever-living yeah. shit out of the spider with his <laughs> shit. Does. Like, and then, I have never felt more of a kindred spirit with James Bond than I did in that moment because we have all <laughs> been in that. We have all been that guy who, you know, something like a bug or something jumps on us, and we go primal and just start clubbing that thing to death. <laughs> Just for being close enough to us. And I'm sure now that I know Sean Connery was morbidly afraid of spiders, he was channeling that fear beating the ground. You know? Oh, I'm sure he was. And they played but, that scene off really well, too, because after like after that was all said and done, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Bond to his finest. He kind of did that whole, like, you could tell it got to him, even though yeah. it didn't actually like bite him, bite him or whatever, because he like, kind of like walked off into the bathroom. Like, yeah, he, uh, he, like, okay. He's like, I'm okay. All right, I'm good. They got the best time, but I'm okay. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so then we've got the uh, cut to the next morning. Then we're, we're you know, we got a um, Geiger counter out at the boat. We're, we're yeah, testing. this is the scene I was thinking of. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're, we're testing the boat and whatnot, and we realize that there's radioactive, you know, these rocks that he brought back were highly radioactive. They weren't just random things like the geologist claimed. Which I love the comment. It's like, well, either he is a bad liar, or no, he's mm-hmm. a, a bad liar or a horrible um, he's horrible at his job or something like yeah, that. Like, I yeah, can't remember was, the actual yeah, line he says, but it was line. hysterical. It's like, yeah, he's either bad at lying or he's really bad at his job. One or the other. <laughs> but then we also have now we've got the um, the secretary, uh, the geologist secretary, uh, get, you know, calls Bond and you invites her up. They had a plan to get together. It's all about the ladies with Bond, as we all know. Had a plan, now, so she invites him up to her her house in the hills. Now, was that the? Um, I was thinking that was the secretary for the guy that was helping Bond while he was there, like the place, like he was reporting to. I thought. No, it was I thought that, that was the secretary. secretary for the geologist. That's what I thought. See, I thought, I thought, it was thought the they other were. One. I thought they met when he was talking about talking to the geologist. I could be wrong because I was thinking of the scene where. They go to find the files on Dr. No, and the one lady mm-hmm. comes in saying that the files are oh, missing. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah, it was her. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. So that's, that's why right. I was thinking. It was that one, not the geologist's secretary. Mm-hmm. But uh, either way. Because that's when he's like, can I go out the store? Like, can yeah. I get out this way? And he's like, yeah, if you want to. And yeah. he's like, oh. And Bond's like. Goes out. Yeah, meets spying her. Spying on us. He's listening, huh? Yep. And that that's where that all starts from. And that's where that flirty, 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 flirty mm-hmm. starts. Um, so she invites him up to the, her house in the hills and everything. So, so Bond goes, and then we have second car chase of the movie. 
Yes. You know, another now, another another car driver never revealed. Just following no, I, along I think with this Bond. was Bond's car. Like I can't remember what they actually yeah, used is, in this, this movie, the, but this was, was the Bond like the car. Bond car. Yeah, this was the Bond Which car. Which is classic Um but yeah, chasing scenes happen. You know, Bond maneuvers under this dump, you know, this this piece of equipment and everything. The car goes off the cliff. Big explosion. Five hundred thousand of the one million, one point one million <laughs> went in that one explosion right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Just huge explosion happens. And then you, you have another scene where the the guy working the truck says some comment, and I was like, that was his moment of fame in the movie type yep. deal. Because yep. you could tell and, he just said something, and, Sean, and like. John Connery did the classic Bond thing. Yeah, he was in a quiff. Like, he was like, that you know, was why do you not think, needed. Yeah, yeah, the guy was like, why do you think they went over the edge? And Bond was like, in a hurry for a funeral. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, or oh, yeah, they were on their way oh, to a funeral or something like that. Oh, Bond. Yeah. Oh, Bond. Gotta love it. Um, then we show up at the lady's house, and she is super surprised to to see Mr. Bond. She was expecting him to be die. You know, I expect you to, to be die, die yeah. Mr. Bond. <laughs> Um, I expect you to be die. <laughs> yes. I know what you meant. Words. <laughs> Thank you. We talked about this last time. Words. That's right. Words, words are your friend. Words no goo. Um, so she sneaks <laughs> off into the bedroom. She talks and she's presumably talking to Dr. No, you know, keep him there for a couple hours, this, that, and the other thing. So what do they do? Bond, he's not going to miss an opportunity. Yeah, know? why not? He absolutely. They absolutely make epic level whoopee. You know, sleeping with the enemy type whoopee. You know, it's it's, oh, yeah. it's crazy. Um, a couple hours go by and then, you know, you see the, the classic, you know, she's, you know, getting dressed. He's in the bed smoking a cigarette. He's like, let's go um, out. She's like, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's go out. I and at this wanna. point, and Bond knows he knew this whole time. So yeah. he gets on the phone acting like he's calling a cab. In reality, he's calling, you know, the police or the, whoever the yeah, security the, people, the um, ones that are helping him there. That's right. And then they, they, they come to pick her up and then she's out of the movie too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, then we have a great scene. Then we now, have the scene of Bond laying yet another laying trap. Laying another trap, yes. And this is, again, another part where I mentioned mm-hmm. where it shows the true Bond's nature of the spy craft. You know, setting the glasses out, mm-hmm. setting the scene, essentially, for that whole scene that already happened, but to make an um, an onlooker or someone entering the scene say, hey, they must be asleep in the bed, okay, exactly where I want them to be oh, yeah. type deal. And Bond sets it up great, puts the drinks out, he, you know, plays a little bit of music, he takes one of those long, like, bed pillows and kind of yep, throws the sheets it over, it makes casually. it look like someone's sleeping there, yep. yeah. And then he sits in the chair and, like, I don't puts know. Puts the a, silencer on his PPK. Yep, and then, like, just starts reading, or no, he's playing cards, that's what he starts yeah, playing he's cards. playing solitaire. Mm-hmm. Just, just and waiting, then, just, just killing time, and then we see the classic Bond scene of the door opens and just a gun appears, you know, out of yep. out of the door and just shoots, unloads six shots into the pillow, and then walks in the room to kind of check to make sure Bond was dead, and there's there's Bond, Bond, you know, knocks the gun out of gun out of the assailant's hand, and who is the assailant? Oh, it's just the geologist. Go I know figure. Well, the spider didn't work, so he's got to do it himself. You, you got to do it somehow, right? So it's the geologist, and the geologist's guns, you know, knocked down like three feet from him, and the geologist is sitting on the bed. We have a little bit of back and forth between those two. Bond's casual about it. He's not. His gun's not even in his hand. It's just on his lap, and he's yep. lighting another cigarette, talking, asking questions. Well, the guy's like slowly kicking his gun and the sheets back closer over to towards him. him. Yeah, the guy gets his own gun back, and then you know tries to shoot Bond. 
out of bullets. And Bond, knowing he was out of bullets, not worried about this in the slightest, just goes, I can't remember, whatever the gun is, you only had six. You already yep. used them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And then proceeds to shoot him right in the chest. He flips, falls down, face down, and then he it's shoots him again in the back. Only two gunshots in the whole movie from James Bond. <laughs> it's true. Never again in the movie is a gun is that gun fired. Oh no no no! That's a lie. That's a complete lie. Is it fired no. at a human? Yeah, Towards I was the saying, movie, he, yeah, he, he uses he fires in, at the uh, dragon. Yeah, but I think it's the only time he actually kills somebody in the movie. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah the only time he actually kills somebody with a gun. Um, which I which I thought was interesting. Uh, so then we've got that. So we got dead man. We're all good to go. So now it's time to investigate this, this the infamous island. crab key, you know? So we've got, we've got Quirrell, we've got Bond, we've got CIA, CIA, girly glasses, Felix, you know, the <laughs> whole gang's on board. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to over just, that. Every time you keep saying girly glasses, it just cracks me up. Sorry. Agent girly glasses. Agent man. girly glasses. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to refer to him throughout the whole series. <laughs> Agent girly glasses. Um, you got the whole gang, the, the gang's back together, right? You know, we're all going out. We've got two boats. We're, we're going and they've got this, you know, apparently Crab Key's got this really, really high tech radar. So they've got to, they've got to go so far with a motor. Well, they've got a they, dragon. So, I mean. Yep. And then they have to, you know, sail and kind of row they wear it way in stealthily. So they get to a certain point. Agent Felix. Break off. Breaks away, leaves and to go, goes get his, his, his Marine buddies. Give him some backup. Bond's like, you know, we'll be done with this in 12 hours. So the classic, you know, synchronizer watches, so to speak, making sure everyone's on the same page. So they go in, you know, they get to shore. They kind of hide the boat. They, you know, they're like, all right, you know, we got to get a couple hours of sleep before before sunrise type deal. Um, so we, we fall asleep and then Bond wakes up and... To the most beautiful scene you could probably imagine waking up to. You're on this gorgeous beach and walking out of the ocean is just this beautiful blonde in a bikini with a knife on her hip carrying some seashells. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> singing singing a song, you know. Um, and I like how Bond wakes up being like startled at first, like what's going on to... Oddly All aroused. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Some might say he was both aroused physically and emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how he introduces himself by singing the same song. Exactly. Only time. That's another fun fact. That is the only time Bond ever sings in the entire franchise. Is that one moment. So, huh. not that yeah, it matters. Never, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Just a little side, back, side note. I never picked up on yeah, that. He never sings in any other movie other than this 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 first one. Um and we find out the girl's name is Honey. Um, mm -hmm. Honey, you know, she comes there, collects she sells, kind of, you know, under the, under the radar, just sell them back in Miami. Um, all of a sudden, we see, you know, here here comes Quirrell, you know, just busting the mood. You know, Bond's well, sitting like there multiple getting his flirty, times while they're on this island. That's <laughs> right. Multiple and times. Quirrell yeah, comes up like... and just 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 busts the mood. You know, miss you know. Captain, there's a, you know, there's a, there's a boat, you know, gunship and everything. And we see kind of a gunship coming around the side. So everyone takes cover behind the dunes and hides out. And then we have, you know, Captain Game Show is what I'm going to refer to him as because he had that game <laughs> show voice. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I laughed at the editing part of that because oh, absolutely, like, he was like definitely game show in the microphone. But even when he takes the microphone off, the uh, like away from him to talk to his, the other guys on the boat, it's the same full level game show voice. voice you know, <laughs> yeah, he, he might as well have been saying, hysterically. "Mr. Bun, come on down. You're the next concession, <laughs> and the Price is Right." You know, I mean, yeah, it was full game show Kill voice. Your enemy show. Searching, searching for these oh. these trespassers. And Bond, you know, being Bond is like, you know, they don't really know anybody's here. They're just they're just guessing at this point. Yeah. So they're gonna fire their gun, don't move, then they'll piss off somewhere else. Which is exactly what happens. They fire their gun and they're like, All right, you coming out now? No? <laughs> you sure? Okay. Bye. Maybe there's no one there. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> With dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so they leave the hide from the machine gun. Which um, I know this ahead. has no reference at all, but like right when they leave and you see Quirrell kind of because, you know, Quirrell's not with Bond. So the fact like I kept waiting for Quirrell to kind of like mess this up because Bond was telling Honey, hey, don't move. They don't really know we're here. We're OK. As long as we stay, we'll be fine. And mm-hmm. I kept waiting because Quirrell was down farther. I kept waiting for Quirrell to kind of like look up or move or do something to give away their position. And he didn't. I'm like, all right, cool. No, but, Quirrell doesn't do anything with Captain Bond as he refers no, no, no. to him or just Captain. I, I um. I loved when he's watching them, you know, take off the boats, like taking them off back down the uh, the coast. I don't know why I laughed at this scene, but the scene with him just kind of like peeking his head up and the crab is just kind of like in his, in mm-hmm. front of him, just kind of like walking off and he's kind of like looking at the crab. Like, like you kind of tell, like, like was Coral scared of the position. cab? Yeah. <laughs> like it was, dude, it was just something hysterical. You're going to let him know I'm here. <laughs> I laugh because I'll, I'll have to come back to this once we're done with the ending because I was reading on uh, IMDb an alternate version of how the original ending was. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw this in your trivia notes, but remember when we, when we get to the end of this and we come back, I, I want to hit on this. because right. I just read it a minute or two ago while I was looking at my notes and I just started laughing hysterically because this is what I think of when I see this crap. Can do. Um, then we're kind of running through the woods and everything and, you know, Honey refers to a hiding spot that she uses sometimes when she's here. You know, they're running around. They're going through the water to kind of lose the dog's scent. And then we hear the dogs coming. And, oh, God, we're in the middle of the water. We have we don't have time to get away. So then we do the baller move of, you know, doing a quick hollow out of the reeds using the knife and just hiding underwater using the reeds to breathe. Yeah. You know, you've seen this referenced in so many other movies and television. Um, it's been all over the place. But well, it's um, a spycraft thing to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So using the reeds to breathe until and you know until birds scare you know birds fly up and scare the dog you know and the dogs start going after them instead, and then we just have this one poor lonely bastard who's wandering through the water just he's just the last guy he's just Tardy Joe, you know. It's funny because if you watch, they came in a different direction. Oh, absolutely! 100%. Like the whole group came in together yeah. one and way. Tardy Joe They're just like, comes walking right. upstream. Yeah, it's like was he off just you know by himself? Did he get the short straw? Because he was nowhere with the group. It wasn't like oh, he no. strained it off. It was like he was coming from the complete Not opposite direction. But Ben and then Bond takes the knife and just just straight guts this poor guy. Even Honey was like, "Damn, did you really need to do that?" And Bond's like, "Yeah, I did." Unfortunately, he'd seen yep. too much by not seeing anything. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we, you know, we got, you know, Bond kills that guy, and then we're we're continue walking, walking downstream, and then we cut to the cartoon danger sign, 
don't go any further yeah. with the cartoon yeah. skull and crossbones. <laughs> yeah, I love that too. I'm like, oh, so this is the hiding spot. Okay. Oh, it's um, wonderful. And then they wonderful. have the kind of like little moment where they're taking a break and all. I think it's like where they kind of yeah, settle they, down. Yeah, they're they're talking the about hunting hunting the dragon. You know, they found the dragon tracks, which were like tank treads. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, it, this is also kind of where like Bond and Honey kind of have yeah they have their a little, little moment and, moment. and mm-hmm. you kind of find a little bit more about Honey's past, mm-hmm. which is you know, kind of develops her character a little bit more as far as the story goes. But yeah. Um, then they pretty much, you know, Quirrell does his, again, interrupting moment. Just blowing the mood, dude. Like, uh, like, Bond like clockwork. Just, Bond needs, he, he needs, he needs the tie method. Like, wherever he's at, put a tie on the doorknob so Quirrell doesn't just bust in and ruin the mood, right? <laughs> yeah. You know? Just hanging on a tree or just hanging on a, tree. On a seashell Listen, Quirrell, or a rock, if you whatever. see my tie, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> world could be burning around but, me. I don't care right now. Just tie. But speaking of burning... Exactly. The dragon, the dragon appeared. We hunt for the dragon, and we come across, you know, old school, you know, tank flame, half tank, half flamethrower thing, with just you know teeth and shit painted on it. So, but the best part is it's so it's dark out at this point. So like when you see it, it kind of looks like a dragon because it's like the front of the mm-hmm. tank's kind of like rounded to like a snout. That's the spotlights on the top yeah. of it kind of look like their eyes and it's shooting fire out of the front of yeah. it so it does kind of resemble a dragon which is kind of funny you can like, see how the, the dragon and bond's like yeah the, the dragon started. has a diesel engine yep <laughs> smart ass bond yet again and then what do we mm-hmm. start doing we just take a couple nine millimeter pistols and start shooting at a tank that's the way to do it you know he did get one of the lights out he got one light out of like eight shots so props for that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's true. We got one. I was waiting for the the endless. But uh, not um, before. Reload, reload, reload. Yeah. Where all the bullets come from? He gets one of the lights, but not before poor Quirrell gets barbecued when he had all the time in the world to run. Yeah, but I, I think Bond got the light before Quirrell because once Quirrell got hit, that was like, all right, we're done. Yeah. Either <laughs> either way, poor Quirrell gets 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 BBQ'd. Gets we can't outrun a flamethrower. What are we thinking? Yep. And then out of the tank comes these guys in these decontent, de- de- you know, these like the radioactive suits. heck radioactive suits and everything. Hazmat. And they capture them, you know, and then they get pulled into the the layer, so to speak. And, they're, mm-hmm. and they go through this decontamination process to reduce their rad levels. And they're testing back and forth this, that, and the other thing. Um, and then there's the shot where they're going through the shower and everything. Mm-hmm. And Honey comes out the other side, and I know you thought this too. For a second, I thought we had nudity in this PG movie. Yes, yeah, I thought so too. Did too. you? And then, okay. like, I, I looked close. I'm like, wait, no, okay, never mind. I rewound I like, it. Wait a minute. Because why wouldn't you? And <laughs> I almost did, but I called it the first time. I was like, uh, okay, never mind. It was just a nude bathing suit that they had her mm. wearing. But for a second. Yeah, because it was like the the skin tone. Plus, in yeah. the older movies, because of the um, the quality of the cameras and all that, they always wore a lot of makeup yeah. to, to reflect the light and all for the camera yeah. to pick up. So, I mean, it wouldn't probably not hard as far as you know back then. Mm-hmm. The film world relied heavily on makeup and physical cosmetics as far as props and stuff like that mm-hmm. instead of nowadays where it's like oh we'll just cgi don't worry you can you know walk around in a t-shirt and we'll just cgi a suit onto you'll be okay yep you know what i mean like so 
it was a little bit different. But yeah, I caught that at first because I, I kind of knew what I was looking for, knowing a little bit about the film world and props and stuff like that. But I was kind of like, wait, uh, okay, never mind. I'm good. I was like, that was not what I thought it was at first. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and then we get literally taken into the world's most inviting and accommodating enemy layer. Like, <laughs> yeah, I will say they're it was just like straight, a, a five star yeah, hotel. It's like a resort. I mean, they like, were great. Can I vacation at Doctor No's Island? Like, yeah, better than any hotel I've ever been in my entire life. So yeah, they it's get, like, oh hey, we uh, de radioactivate you, and then we uh, give you a place to stay. We'll give you some free clothes. Yeah, Dinners get, at eight. That's uh, right. You, you're going to be there. Okay, yeah. cool. We'll get decontaminated. Get offered cigarettes. You know, yeah. you got you know, clothes it, in your size. Yes, you know? yeah, or it's close too because we knew you were coming last night. But um, yeah. you know, we also have dinner reservations planned for you and the main villain that you're right here to you know try and find. We've located them for you, and we're going to serve them up on a platter for you. Absolutely. Uh, and you can also eat this lovely dinner with them. It was so, I mean, it was just How do you wonderful. say no to that? I mean, that's like the best. It was It was a delightful experience. Like this whole scene, I was like, good God, mm-hmm. I want to be a, a captive of Dr. No. Like, uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what better life than to be a prisoner of Dr. No, right? How can you it say makes, no to no? It makes it so inviting. So inviting. <laughs> By um, far, as of now, he's like my, my top villain in the franchise. Just so well, you know. he's the only villain. But <laughs> Doesn't matter. Currently, he's still the nicest. Fair enough. <laughs> um, then we have, but not before, you know, dinner's at eight. We'll make sure no one disturbs you. Uh, oh, yeah, make they sure, made sure all right. Just make sure you have some of the sleepy time tea first. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, I don't even think they were like drink the tea no I think it no was they weren't like, the tea was just hey. there and they yeah. had some tea and both pass out which is um, like another in my mind is another hey let's try the spider thing again with some tea and see if it works this time you know because <laughs> you, point, you can't you wanna, guarantee that they're going to go and drink the tea yeah at this point if you want to kill the man just like you should have just torched uh, him when you added the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but you know what I mean? It's one of those, like, let's take a chance and see what happens, and this time it paid off. You know, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. let's put the sleepy tea there and hope they drink it. Dr. No likes to play the long con, really. I, I guess, yeah. It's like, <laughs> let's try the spider and see if it kills them. Nope, that didn't work. Let's right. try this tea and see if they drink it. Ah, hey, yeah, we got something. So you know, it's wait- like, let's play a gamble. We wake up and mostly ignore the fact that we got knocked out and Bond may or may not have been molested by Dr. No in the middle of the night as we see <laughs> yeah. the creepy hands stroking him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. There's a shot. There's there's a chance. Yeah, it's just like, hey. I'm like, all right. What? Yeah. I don't understand this scene, but okay. Yeah. It's pretty much just telling me that the villain can get to him at any point in time. I kind of figured that when they knocked out from the sleepy team. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. There's, there's a chance. It's like hashtag Bond 2. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> things could have happened to poor James that night. Um, but anyway, after the sleepy time tea incident of 1962, I'm going to call it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about such times anymore. Um, not in polite company, at least. Uh, we get escorted. We put on our fancy dress, you know, our fancy Asian Asian dress up. Um, and we get taken to just the, the, the waiting room, I assume, you know, we're in here and man, they, it's not even the waiting room. That's like the dining room. Area. Either way. Like they've got, cause that's the, where they sit down to have dinner. Oh yeah, I mean, that like, is the that whole is, room yeah. and the tables yeah. off to the side on the little yeah, like, right. step up platform right. area. I was just, I was just completely distracted by fish TV they had going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I figured Rocking they were radioactive epic, giant fish. <laughs> an epic, you know, an epic thing of um, Animal Planet. Epic episode. 
was was going on. I thought it was us. supposed to be a real fish tank. Yeah, it was like or it was like, like glass because they were like underground. And you could see like the fish swimming around on the outside. It was yeah. Netflix. That's what it was supposed to be, but it was definitely a TV. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a really big fish too. It was like 1962's Netflix Blue Planet. You know, it's <laughs> it's Blue Planet the 1962 uh, edition. Um, uh, but then then we've got. Uh, I like how you keep referring to 62 instead of 63. Well, that's when it was filmed. Well, yeah, it was released true. in that's 63. True. In the U.S., that's right. Yeah. Um, so then they have like the whole the dinner. That's like this is where they sit the down. Dinner, like, but hey, side guess what? Note, I'm your enemy. While we while we're being directed to dinner, though, you remember seeing that painting that James Bond kind of stopped and looked at? Yeah, I saw him kind of do that puzzle in like, what is that? And I I, that I didn't is, quite catch that. That is another like, I saw it, but... fun fact that I'll um I'll, I'll throw in real quick. Um. Because I, I mean, I saw like I saw how like Bond did the kind of like look over yeah. at the uh, the painting, and I was like, I that don't was, quite get the painting. Yeah, like, did yeah, I, I we miss we wouldn't or? get that because we're dumb Americans. Um, oh, okay. But that is a Francesco de Goya painting of the Duke of Wellington. It was stolen in 1961 from London's National Gallery. Um, so f- it being in the film, that's why Bond stopped to notice it, is because you know in real life it was stolen. So when that's it released, kind of cool. So when the movie released in in uh, England, you know, people thought it was hilarious because they they knew that was just taken like two years ago. So them referencing it in the movie was funny. Um, the painting that's was later cool. recovered in 1965. Um, so yeah, just a little fun fact on that. That's kind of why that was that was thrown in there. That is pretty neat. Like I I didn't think about that. Um, mm-hmm. But why? I mean, granted, I didn't know the history, but think about how they would throw things like that in. Because, you know, you see that nowadays. Like, Expendables was probably, like, the biggest, most recent movie to hit on mm-hmm. real-life um, commentary throughout the movie. Like, the little little puns and scenes that they refer to each other, like, make fun of each other throughout the movie based off of real-life events. Yeah. At least that's the one I always go to. And there's so a lot of movies that, that even, do that, but to think yeah, about doing yeah. it in the 60s. Exactly, you know? yeah. Especially with, like, a painting or something like that. Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, referencing real life events so recently in a fictional work. But anyway, so now we've got to sit down, you know, sit down with Doctor No and his strong hands. Um, and this is that's the note I put because the strong he's, hands. He's got strong hands apparently because he crushed yes. that little Buddha thing. Yeah, and it don't really show anything, but I, I kind of kept thinking it was supposed to be some type of like a robotic hand. Yeah, it's it's yeah, because that's how they play hands. it off on. Yeah, they talk but, about um, how his hands were damaged from all the research and stuff he did with radioactivity. Yeah. So his hands were re- re- replaced with metal. Um, and this is kind of also where you find out more about, and granted, I guess anyone who's followed Bond as far as books, comics, or movies in general, that he is a member of Spectre. Bond is not a member of Spectre. No, not Bond. Uh, Dr. No. no. Yeah, Dr. Yes. No is a member yeah. of Spectre. Um, and Which, apparently the reason why he did not necessarily try and kill Bond is he was trying to recruit Bond for Spectre. Yes. Um, Which, I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about Spectre other than the bits and pieces I've seen in the more recent Bond movies. So I didn't know realize Spectre was such a big part of the Bond world yeah. as yeah. far as the enemies go. I mean, it makes so much more sense. Yeah, but they're referenced at that time, I was like, times Spectre, throughout the, throughout okay. The which mm-hmm. which makes makes more sense like mm-hmm. looking back now, but like as watching this movie, like I thought that was the biggest thing. Like, oh, Spectre, Spectre! I, I knew that. I've heard of it. <laughs> I know. Not realizing, oh well, it's kind of like Lex Luthor to Superman. That's right. Spectre is like a big thing in all of it's it. The so. Hydra to Agents of Shield. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's actually that fits a lot better. I was just trying to think of something that worked. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. 
Um, but anyway, uh, shout out to cool. the the actor who played Doctor No. Um, very, you, you get a very elegant yet creepy vibe from him. You know, mm-hmm. you can definitely see where you know the Austin Powers pulled inspiration from um, for uh, Doctor Evil. You know, it's based mm-hmm. on Doctor No. Um, that's, I mean, everyone knows that. But uh, again, still my favorite nicest villain. <laughs> yeah, he's very, uh, he's very inviting. You know, he'll let you just come hang out in his lair for an afternoon. Um, he offers you tea and clothing yeah. and uh, a place to sleep and the um, you know and this is juice we, to get make you sleep. That's so. right. And this is where we get into a little bit of you know the the monologuing, the grandmaster plan, you know, world domination, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, he's using you know his radioactive research to release signals to cause interference with U.S. you know missile launches, um, essentially. And they have the big you know uh, a big missile launch, um, one of the Mercury missions launching. Uh, in a few hours, and that's you know one of his big plans that he's trying to um, interrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bond, of course, denies denies the invitation for for for, for Spectre. Blah blah blah. The girl's taken away halfway through the conversation because she she doesn't need you know big boys are talking mosey on. Um, that's essentially and all, I think all it is. is they're like boys are doesn't the men kinda, are talking. Um, please leave. <laughs> but doesn't he? Doesn't Doctor No kind of play it off as like almost like a threat? And Bond was kind of kind of essentially saying, and I could yeah, be reading this was, wrong, but, but I, it, I think he kind of plays it off like, oh, well, you know, blah, 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 do this, or the girl gets it. And Bond was kind of like, eh, it doesn't really mean anything to me. Because then it, they go to drag her off, and he goes to yeah, try and, like, stop them. It was. And that's they were still like, yeah, era. don't play me like a yeah, fool and put yeah. the knife back on the table. Like, I'm not an idiot. Put the knife back. So, anyway, so that all happens. We decline. Dr. No gets up to to start dealing with his launch issues and bond just gets his just 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 beaten yeah. by these by these big guards um just and just wakes just, up in a little cell yeah that's a situation i never want to be in being held down in a chair and just being punched in your gut it just doesn't sound fun no you know yeah just never no. want to be in that situation Plus so i think like getting hit in the stomach is probably like one of the worst things i mean you get hit in the arm and like it's like ah oh, it's bruised i can walk it off i'll be all right but the stomach always like makes you like, yeah, sick yeah, yeah like, it messes messes mm. with you messes with your mm-hmm. digestion so to speak especially after just eating a glorious meal like they did yeah you know yeah they just meal food wine you know getting punched in the stomach after that sucks no, i imagine I he, lo- he looked rough <laughs> when he woke up um so barn wakes up you know he's he, he's he's beaten up and whatnot He's in a cell, you know, he finds the vent and everything to get out. And then basically here's like a five minute sequence of where James Bond basically plays tunnel snakes. Um, so he's going through these giant, these giant tunnels, playing tunnel snakes. And then we get to a certain point where, um, you know, ooh, ooh, hot to touch, you know, ooh, the pipes are too hot. Which so. I also didn't pick up at first. And then until like, uh, like the next couple seconds in after he wraps his hands, yeah, I start seeing the steam off coming and, off. Yep. I'm like, okay, this makes more sense. Now I know why he put the things around his hands. Yep. Cause I'm like, what is he doing? Yep. Takes his shirt off, puts it around his hands to prevent getting hot hands. Um, and we're walking around, we're, we're going through tunnels, we're going down tunnels, we're going all around tunnels right now. He almost um, gets like flushed down one of the yeah, drains. And then someone decides the to, yeah. Someone decides to flush the pipes. Um, and you know that, that just the the classic scene of this wall of water rushing towards James Bond. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he just kind of like puts his hands down and just kind of lays down, almost essentially yep. holding himself from getting you know whisked mm-hmm. away with the water as and the then, water just keeps flying over. Yep. And then we we finally get out, and then we we knock out some some poor you know unsuspecting you know radioactive tech 
who was in who the doesn't suit even and notice that the thing is hanging off the wall? No, that he just came no, out just, of. like he just came know. out of the vent in the wall, and it's just in, hanging there by in like his one defense, bolt. Defense: Those things don't exactly have you know that's true your peripheral vision. You know, I'll, I'll forgive him for that. Like very I can't narrow say, point of view. Yeah, if I was Frank, the radio radio radiation tech, I don't know if I would have noticed that. So I'll give Frank a pass on this one. Um, Poor Frank. Right. It's not. It's not Frank's fault. Not Frank's fault. <laughs> Frank's innocent in all this. Frank just got a job out of college. He was contracted to do radio radioactive research. You know, his mom was proud. You know, he's he he, he was promised all this wealth and an island in Jamaica. You know, son. <laughs> you know, dude. If, Frank had the life, man. If we were, if you and I would both do what Frank did, you know, if we just oh, yeah. graduated from from from, we, from well, MIT, and, you know. We've already agreed that Dr. Noah's got the best the villain layer to Absolutely. go and hang out for the weekend. So why not and get I'm paid sure, from the guy? I'm sure he offers a great 401k for his employees, too. I mean, he just seems like that kind of guy. Because if you're... Hopefully if you're, this wasn't Frank's first day. I know. Uh, if it was Frank's first day, poor Frank. <laughs> he poor almost Frank. made it. Because, you know, when we get to the end of this thing where, you know, how this ends, you know Frank didn't wake up in time. There's no way. <laughs> no way poor Frank woke up in time. Poor Frank. Uh, but anyway, uh, Bond knocks poor Frank out, takes his disguise. Um, well, that's the other thing Frank's got to worry about. If he did wake up and make it out of there in but time. He's naked. Well, <laughs> oh, that too. But, his, you know, his uh, uniform that was supplied by the company was damaged. So I'm sure he'll get fined for that. Absolutely, man. It comes out of his paycheck and everything. Uh, poor Frank. And if he if he wasn't wearing anything under that suit and he woke up naked, he might be concerned, you know, about Doctor No's creepy hands touching. Him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> At least Bond was knocked out for that, you know. Uh, so anyway, it. Bond takes the outfit. What's, I guess we should before carry we on. before Frank. we before this, this we go into the life Frank of Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Friday Films presents the life of Frank, the, of Frank. the radi- radiation tech. <laughs> Frank was a good man. <laughs> Um, anyway, the villain is Bond in this story. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Bond gets the disguise. We go into this area. We've got Doctor No and all the techs going through the segments. They've got the the news on, so they're watching the countdown of the launch and everything to get ready to put their their radiation radiation you know stuff into effect. Um, countdown happens. You know, uh, Doctor No's you know going from station to station. Everyone's like you know check 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 check, and they finally get to Frank Station, and they're like <laughs> yeah. they're like Frank. Fuel Where levels, yo Frank. I forget what his actual name the, was too, because he turns remember. around and Bond's just standing there. He's, he's like, forever Frank. What to are me. you doing yeah. here? What are you doing? Get over there. Yeah. Uh, so Bond just you know jaunts over there nonchalantly with a random folder of papers. With that a he random found, folder, himself, cool. look like he was doing something, and then important. just casually tosses them down at his feet when he gets to his destination. Yeah. <laughs> I know, um, I so we've got too, the countdown yeah. happening back and forth. And then we see, you know, the classic red dial at the at Bond's terminal, which danger is the fuel zone. level. If you go above this, it's danger zone. So Doctor No gives the orders, you know, you know, fuel percent twenty, whatever. Bond cranks it up to twenty and stops there for a minute, and then he just casually too, he keeps looking over his yeah, shoulder while like, uh, Doctor No is looking up at the TVs. He's like, "Yeah, he's like, turn one." Anyone gonna notice? And quarter this? turn here. And then and he I'll just straight, and he just straight cranks it. Once he, <laughs> yeah, he does. Once he gets into the danger zone, he just spins that bad boy like it's going out of style like just just whipping it all around and then um, uh the the bubble guy the guy uh, yep, in the weird bubble boy suit. like That's i don't what know what was as. with that yep. suit like it looked like um, a hazmat suit but it was a see-through hazmat it was a suit pressurized a hazmat suit basically 
Um, okay. Is yeah, that what, but, that's what the hose and all is for. Like, yeah, I, it made that was no pumping, sense. Pumping air in it for some reason. I don't know why. I don't understand yeah, yeah. radiation radiation technology though. So, who am I to judge? That's Frank's department. Yeah. Um, <laughs> poor Frank. He wasn't there to explain Frank. this to us. Um, but yeah, there's a. There's but like a, they, they get into a fight. Like him yeah. and Bond start kind of fighting over the dolls. Like ah, like oh, uh, Bond's like no, pushes him away, and the guy's like no, and then this is when Doctor knows like what is going on up there. Yep, and realizes. Then the guy goes for the emergency shutoff switch, and Bond's mm. like, no. Like, punches him and, like, knocks him over. Knocks poor Bubble Boy this, out of the way. This um, guy's having a rough day now, yeah. too. And then we've got the full Dr. No, you know, fisticuffs fight where they're fighting on top of this, you know, Which radioactive I'm kinda, I'm kinda nuclear I mean, reactor or something. I kind of figured it would be a little bit more of a better fight scene, being the main end fight villain scene. Again, but 1962. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still, like I felt like the fight scene with after the first car chase seemed a little bit more intense with this one. This one was literally was. like they pushed them, they, they kind of threw some punches, fell onto the platform that was sinking down into the radioactive water, yep. and then they you know rolled over at the last minute, and Bond climbed up as yep. Doctor No killed Doctor No into the water. His metal hands couldn't grab because it was metal on metal. He had no grip. Yeah, he was yeah. he was grabbing. You saw like the scratches on the pipe. He couldn't pull himself up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was kind of a little sad, right? <laughs> it was. That's why I was like, I was kind of disappointed with the scene. But at the same time, I was like, oh, like I kind of felt felt Dr. for Doctor No. You know, evil he, villain resort is now closed temporarily. Closed. Yeah, I know. The, there goes my hotel stay. Um, I know. Which I guess they they had to remodel after the next scene. God love it. Yep. Um, <laughs> So, so like Bond anyway, does get out of this, and Don, like yeah. at this point, Bond gets out of this. He's he's running around. He's trying to find um, uh, honey, you know, trying because to find honey. He's setting off all the alarm systems because oh, yeah. he overdid the the pressure or like yeah. he's past danger zone. Yeah. Meanwhile, they do have like the the missile on the TVs going. Everything's good. Everything seems to be it's fine. fine. Bond because, has you know, saved Bond the day. Saved the day. Yeah. yeah. But the building is in crisis mode. Oh, yeah. It's exploding. People are running everywhere, yeah. escaping, evacuations going all over the place. People jumping in boats and whatnot, trying to yes, get out of yeah. there. And then the, he has to go and try and find honey. Before he finds honey, though, I just like, this was one of those, I was watching the movie and I was like, um, rude, a bit unnecessary. Bond just straight up punches some guy who, you know, he pulls to be like, where is she? And the guy's like, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> You know, and Bond just knocks him out for no reason. <laughs> I'm like, this is like Frank's buddy Bill, and Bill like wasn't even there that day. Like Bill just clocked in, has no idea who you or Honey is. You know, so he, Bill like, was being like a jar of honey. Like yeah. it, it was in the kitchen the last time I. Bill's I saw like, it. listen, man, shit's blowing up. Why are you looking for Honey right now? Like, I'll get you some Honey when we get back to the fucking island. You know. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was, I was just like, damn Bond, like rude, <laughs> like no need for that. You know, I, I understand stuff's going South, but a bit aggressive, sir. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, Bond finds just honey. Needs his honey. Yeah. Bond, well, with, with this honey, I, we could all use a little honey. Honey's rather attractive. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, Bond finds honey chained up to some weird, sewage drain water filter trying to drown her and all thing. That. yeah like slowly filling up this is the the scene i i have um something i want to say like yeah. once you're done describing no, the no, scene. no go ahead I'm, I'm, I'm good so like he goes and rescues her in the movie and all this is where i was 
reading on IMDb uh, when I was skimming through trying to find some of the like the dates and stuff we were talking about earlier. Uh, when we were discussing the beach scene, and I mentioned the crab. Mm-hmm. So on IMDb, as an alternate version, it has listed. Originally, the ending had Honey being attacked by crabs when Bond rescues her. The crabs moved too slowly to be really menacing, <laughs> and the ending was reshot without the crabs. Nice. But still, uh, photographs of the earlier ending can be seen in the special edition of the DVD and all. Yeah. But that's why I was laughing. So I'm like, the crabs were not menacing enough to be in the, nom, the nom, scene. Nom, 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 And they had to reshoot it. And then it I made me think pincers. of that scene. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what made me think of the scene with the crab in... Um, with with with, with uh, coral. coral, yeah, because that that crab kind of looked medicine to the point where coral was kind of like I don't That's know what's going funny. on with and this. That was probably that was probably foreshadowing. I did not. Yeah, I know. I didn't I know, know that. That's, That's pretty cool. That's why That's I was funny. laughing because I literally was reading that when we were talking about that scene, and I just I was like, oh my god, dude, <laughs> crabs I've, are not medicine. We I've have a tarantula. I've got to go back but, and watch that freaking scene now with, uh, with the yeah. crabs not being menacing enough. Well, that's the thing. Supposedly, it was reshot, so they never yeah. put it in the movie. There's a, a, I guess, still photography or photographs of it in yeah. the in the um, special features, special yeah features yeah. and all that. But the original ending apparently had the crabs in there, but they weren't too menacing <laughs> not, enough to not make the cut. <laughs> yeah, you know, Mr. Krabs did not make it in the final <laughs> shot of the movie. But anyway, you can continue on. I just, I, just, I was laughing hysterically. That was a great stop. That. That's really funny. That yeah, God love it. Um, but anyway, Bond <laughs> rescues Honey from this chamber. Um, whole island's evacuating. Um, Bond steals a boat. They escape, and the island goes kaboom. And I, um, I was expecting the three blind mice to reappear in this. At one point in time, they're, like people are running. I thought I saw the three blind mice. If could they were been. thrown in the back, it could have been. It's hard could've to say, been. but I was expecting them to, like, oh, this is when they come back to chase Bond down and try and kill him so he can't escape type deal. But no, never saw him. So, um... <clears throat> You know, they run out of gas and they're kind of sitting there and they're. Oh, yeah, yeah like he gets the boat and takes off. And yeah, the place takes blows off, up. Place blows off. So, Dr. No's uh, escape resort is now gone. down for remodeling. And we We're cut, not sure when it's going to open back up. Yeah. Um, then we cut to cut to Bond in a boat. He's checking. He's like, we're out of gas. And he's just like casual about this and, you know, waiting to be rescued and be like, listen, we could swim to shore. Or. Or. <laughs> yeah. There's the implication, yeah. you know, yeah. we could stay on the boat and, you know, kill some time, so to speak. Um, but anyway. And then who shows up classic, to, to rescue them? In classic Quirrell fashion, Felix shows up and interrupts. That's not who it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Agent Girly Glasses. Thank you. Thank you. Agent Wait till Gurley. the end of the movie to call him by his real name. Dare I. Agent Gurley Glasses <laughs> comes up and just straight up cockbox Bond. You know, just he, he obviously learned from the best, Mr. Quirrell. God rest mm-hmm. his soul. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, poor Quirrell. Poor Quirrell. He's extra he, crispy He survived the, the menacing he's, crab. He's just not original recipe anymore. He's extra crispy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, interrupted. You know, Tie it to him. They're dragging him back to shore and everything. And then Bond's, you know, got the rope in his hand and they're all cuddled up in the boat. And then there's that eye to eye contact. And we're like, we know what's happening hey, hey. here. So Bond lets go of the rope, you know, lets the boat, you know, drift off. And then they disappear below, below the lip of the boat for 
you know exactly what's what? happening. Yeah. You know, and, I, and um, I like how uh, Felix actually turns around and kind of looks and just does that just nods like, Ugh. yep, like, should have known better. Oh, Bond. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Bond. And then that's it. That's the end. That is Dr. No. That is Dr. No. So that is the classic Bond and the girl ending that you see in pretty much every Bond movie. Absolutely. So, Jordan, is it since since we finished our recap, is it time? What time is it, Jordan? I believe so. I'm waiting for it. I know what you're going to say, but I don't really have It's no trivia. Trivia. Oh, yeah, trivia. trivia. Sorry. Time. Well, because you were kind of throwing trivia in throughout the movie, so well, I, I didn't, you have more yeah, trivia. Yeah, okay. I was doing the ones that were applying to the scenes that we were talking about, but I do okay, cool. have no, more that's actually more. pretty interesting. Good. Um, yes, yes, it is trivia time. Is the end of the movie. It is trivia, trivia time. time. Go, Eric, with trivia. That's time. right. Um, all of the sets and furniture were slightly smaller than they would be in real life so that Bond would look larger on screen. Interesting. Fun little film fact for you, good sir. I, I did not know that. So after the first viewing of this movie, James Bond creator Ian Fleming described it as being, quote, dreadful. Simply <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> Which then you just turn into a huge 24, 25 um, film franchise yeah apparently he hated like being the writer of the books he did not like um sean connery as well sean connery as bond until Uh, like the third or fourth bond movie and then he was like all right oh you know he's fine um but apparently he thought he was like too gruff and he was scottish bond was supposed to be english you know he mm -hmm. had so many problems with it but um which i guess when you like we talked about in one of our previous actual podcasts, when you when you're bringing a book or something like that to mm. film, it's hard the way we see the book play out to actually see it in real life. Like in the movie, sometimes uh, yeah, expectations aren't always there. Being a creator, creator and seeing your work adapted, I can see can be a little mm-hmm. unnerving. Um, the famous pose of Sean Connery holding the gun across his chest was actually redone at the last second. The PPK that they were using in the shot was left at the studio, but the photographer had an old air pistol in his car. The gun that is in the picture is an air pistol, not the PPK. That's great. <laughs> um, uh. Let's see. Maurice Binder is the designer of the gun barrel opening. Um, he actually designed that at the last minute by pointing a pinhole camera through a real gun barrel. Um, the actor in the sequence is not Sean Connery, but his stuntman, Bob, Sinem- Bob Simmons. Sean Connery did not film the opening sequence until Thunderball in 1965. Hmm. Um, so do they use that same opening in the other movies too? Yeah, for then? the next two, they use the same opening. And then it's, um, um, well, the same, you know, uh, yeah, the, the, the same gun barrel opening until Thunderball. And then it's Sean Connery. That's pretty neat. I didn't know that one either. Um, of course, we already talked about this, but there were rumors that Ursula Andress was naked in the shower scene. Um, but you know, if you look closer, you can reveal it's a nude colored one-piece swimming suit. Uh, the studio's Japanese affiliate originally translated this title before release as We Don't Want Doctors. <laughs> that was the actual name of it? Dr. No. Th- imagine Dr. No being translated yeah. into Japanese. We don't want doctors. <laughs> James Bond, we don't want doctors. We don't want doctors. Uh, uh, to get a feel for the funny. clothes, director Terrence Young asked Sean Connery to sleep in his finely tailored suit um, to prepare him for the role of James Bond. So he was comfortable wearing those clothes. So he actually slept in the suits and everything. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's kind of neat. This is the first feature film filmed on location in Jamaica. Although the production crew was British at the time of filming, Jamaica was part of the West Indies Federation and a British colony. Um, side note, Jamaica became independent from the United Kingdom in, 19, in August 6, 1962, two months prior to the release of its, to, to its release in, in the UK. Um, so when they were filmed That's this movie, neat. they were a, um, a British colony. That's colony. Kind of, I um, didn't even know that either. Mm-hmm. In the novel, Honey is completely naked when Bond first meets her. This was changed, obviously, because there was no way censor, censors would approve it. But in the book, she was nude. She was swimming nude. While seashell hunting. That's or was she right. just like, it, it makes more sense if she was like kind of swimming in the nude out in the water, but just, you know, I don't know. Walking man. up and down the beach, <laughs> seashell hunting in the nude. I mean, I Dr. No was one. not one of the books I read. Um, okay. The total body count for James Bond was 16. He killed 16 people throughout this movie. I, I don't feel that's correct. Um, Yeah, I think it is, man. Well, I mean, that's assuming we don't count everyone that did not escape Dr. No's resort Frank and Bill? when they blew yeah. up. Yeah, Frank and Bill. That, that makes it at least 18 right there, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, that's that's trivia time. Trivia time. That's trivia time. So, you know, I, I like that. Cause I, and I like the flow of trivia, too. Like, you did a good job with trivia this time around. So, that's Thank it. You, that is Dr. No wrapped up. We're done with Dr. No. So we discussed that we weren't going to do Voltworthy until we're done. However, we do want to rate these movies. Yes. And I have to say, not only is Dr. No my favorite nice villain currently, but this movie is also number one in my books right now. Um, I would agree, sir. Um, it's, it's, it's number one with a bullet, as they say. Um, yes. <laughs> mainly because we have no other options. Um, but also, man, Dr. No, I'm curious to see, especially with the older ones, um, how long Dr. No will stay at number one. Um, I am too, actually. Because it actually, like, I was surprised because I, I have seen you know, all of the Bonds numerous times, but I haven't seen, like, the Sean Connery ones since I was a kid, like I said at the beginning of the episode. But this movie actually held up very, very well for me. As many mm-hmm. jokes as we made and whatnot, I actually really enjoyed um, re-watching you know this movie. I agree with you. I did too, especially since I, um, I've i grown up on Bond from, like we said, Pierce Brosnan on. Mm-hmm. But the older Bonds, I've seen bits and pieces of, but I was not big into the older movies. Like I would watch them mm-hmm. and I'd appreciate them for their... Um, cinematic adventures so to speak in in all stages uh filming and everything uh but going back and watching a bond movie this old uh where and to see where it all started it still held up a lot more than i thought it would yeah i I figured going from you know watching one of the most recent bonds like specter a couple weeks back um just for fun and then going back to the the very first one Mm -hmm. uh I, i i had low expectations at first but watching the movie, it actually held up a lot better than I thought it would. And I, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, so I am kind of curious to see as I go through, because I know I have not seen them all. I've seen bits and pieces and movies throughout that I, I will eventually come across. And who knows, it might be all of the Sean Connery movies because <laughs> I don't remember a lot of it. Um, but I'm excited to see how the movies play out and how that keeps holding up from here on to the end of the franchise. Yeah. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. And I'm also curious to see what, at the end of this, our personal favorite bonds are. 
like who we like the most as the character. Um, I know I've got, who it is I've at the got, moment, but I yeah, don't have I like, all I've got my mine history. now, but like I said, I haven't seen a lot of these movies in a long time. Yeah, so, so I, I'm curious to see as they, time goes on. They may change. Uh, I know I will all be not only doing the favorite Bond, but I will probably be doing my favorite villain throughout the franchise, too. <laughs> gonna, I guarantee you. I, when do, it gets to the end. Should we do a podcast within a podcast and rank the villains? <laughs> uh, we don't have to do podcasts and podcasts. When we get to that end and we do you know, our ranking system of this whole franchise, I'm putting my top villain in there along with my favorite Bond. Gotcha. Throughout, so, the, throughout so, the franchise. Those are my two. So right now it's always and forever going to be Dr. No, right? <laughs> Currently he's the nicest and favored villain. Yes. In my one and only favorite Bond movie that we have fully reviewed. Oh man. <clears throat> but yeah, so this no. is it. Dr. No was this, great. So that was Dr. No. It was a great movie. Those who for any reason have not seen it like myself when I first watched it, definitely go back and, and give it a shot. It, it was a good movie and it's a good starting point for this extravaganza mm-hmm. it sounds right um that being said eric do you want to tell everyone what we're going to be watching next indeed we are continuing <clears throat> with the second in the bond franchise also a sean connery film from russia with love which is arguably one of my favorite titles for a bond movie <laughs> i'd agree with you i think it's also the most popular title from russia up until like the new movies yeah everyone knows that one like yeah. whether they've seen it or not everyone knows the title yeah so i agree with you there. there are certain there are certain bond movies that the title is more iconic than the movie itself probably is um that had that bond feel to it and this is a title that definitely mm-hmm. has that bond feel you agreed know. agreed so i'm very so, excited for from russia with love i am too so to everyone who's listening who want to keep up with this if you haven't seen it or want to watch it before our next review mm-hmm. from russia with love we'll be catching up with it next week that's right so uh with that eric do you want to do our lovely closing scene absolutely Let everyone know how they can uh, keep in track with us that's right so ladies and gentlemen if you liked what you heard on this episode of Friday Films. If you like us doing the James Bond franchise in review, let us know on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Hoodoo Presents. That's the best way to get a hold of us, best way to let us know your feelings. If you want us to do the villain ranking, if you want us to do the intro sequence ranking, let us oh, know. I plan on doing it anyway. I know, right? We're going to do it either way. But <laughs> we do want to know what you um, think. Though. Also, let us know, man. Feel free. Share your list with us. You know, what are your favorite Bond movies? Who's your favorite Bond? We're going to be riding this wave for the next 24 weeks, ladies and gentlemen, or I guess 23 weeks now. So yep. we're, in it for, we're in it for the long haul. So please, please, please share your, uh, share your Bond journeys with us as well. Um, so that's all I got, Jordan. All right. So, everyone, until next time for From Russia with Love, um, let the credits roll.